This podcast is brought to you by Fandango. Fandango offers movie tickets and gift cards to over 45,000 different screens across the United States and reaches into nearly 80% of the nation's total theaters. By partnering with virtually every leading film exhibitor like Regal, Cinemark, AMC, and more. So to pick up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life, head on over to cityweekly.com slash Fandango or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Here the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing Omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora, and we're back to talk not one, but two episodes uh-huh. of The Walking Dead. Uh, coronavirus aside, Aurora, it yeah. always happens when The Walking Dead comes back. You Listen, get sick. I'm, that's, that's how big of a fan I am. <laughs> I'm such a fan that I get the zombie virus. Seriously, we're now... You've said this so many times now. I, I'm <laughs> I'm close to being able to make like a super cut of yeah. Aurora saying I'm sick. I just that's how big of a fan yes. I am yes. of The Walking Dead. Yeah, um, I'm committed. Bad timing here, though. You you do not have coronavirus, as far as you know. I do not. Okay, but I am sick, and I'm trying my best not to. I've I've not left my house. Yes, this whole week. Just because I don't want people to think I have coronavirus. Everyone's going to freak out, yes. Yeah. If uh, if you walk into a, a grocery store, all of the toilet paper will magically disappear around you. Yeah. 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 Uh, you've been making sure, I presume, to socially distance yourself from your husband and isolate yourself with video games and television. I I've, I try my best, but he's now sick, too. So, uh, uh, yeah. Well, it's great. when you're both sick, then you don't have to socially distance anymore. So that's right. Good. Uh, All right, let's talk about these two episodes of Walking Dead. Uh, Season 10, episode 10, Stalker, is uh, what we're going to talk about first. And it begins with Gamma arriving in Alexandria to inform the group of what happened in the cave. Despite her honesty, Gabriel and Rosita are skeptical and lock her in a cell. While searching for another entrance to the cave, Daryl spots Alpha and attacks her. The two brawl and wind up critically wounded. Daryl is uh, fortunately rescued by Lydia, but Alpha is left behind. Uh, Her daughter has moved on, apparently. Uh, Mm -hmm. Beta invades Alexandria through a secret tunnel created by Dante, killing several Alexandrians in the process. Upon finding Gamma, Beta is attacked by Rosita, but he overpowers her. Gamma offers to leave with Beta and orders to save, uh, in order to save Rosita's life, but Beta flees after being outnumbered. Uh, Alpha recovers and declares that she is now stronger than ever. Uh, to me, I thought this thing missed uh, the best part of this episode. Uh, okay. And that's... Uh, isn't. I mean, it's been a bit since I watched the episode, but didn't Judith shoot uh, Beta? Yeah. Yes. Yes. 
What a badass. Through, through a door. Yes. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> from a distance, she's the best. Anyway. Yeah. I When I was watching this episode, I said, if I was ever in this situation, I would totally trust my life on Judith. She's awesome. 100%. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, what, do, what did you make of episode 10? It was intense. It was intense. I am 100% convinced that Alpha and Beta are immortal. Oh, yeah. Like, they never die. I think they did reveal that Beta had some sort of, like, uh, armor on under his shirt. I guess. He's like uh, Michael Myers. Yeah, but, okay, so, like, he had armor under his shirt, but that still doesn't excuse the time Daryl tossed him down, like, an elevator (laughs) shaft and he lived. Right. Right. What? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, you're right. He's like a movie monster. He never dies. When he, when Judith uh, shot him, Mm -hmm. they get out of the room and... uh, they run past him, and I was like, he's going to get up. Like, I've seen en- enough horror movies yeah, to know that you, you have to shoot You have to shoot them again. In the head. If they're down. Yes. yes. You have to shoot them again in the head to make sure they're down. And they didn't do it, and there you go. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I they got me that I was a little bit nervous with Daryl. Yes. Um, when he got hurt, I was like, no, 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 no. No, don't do this to me. He fucking was, dead, please. He was very wounded. He was very wounded. Uh, and he was trapped before that. Uh, it was very tense, but um, luckily Lydia came to the rescue. Mm-hmm. And I was I was also surprised that she didn't kill Alpha. Yeah. I know it's, it's her mom, but she's terrible. She's a terrible person. Oh, my goodness, yes. Um. So I was surprised that she didn't kill kill her, but I guess you know they need the villain to keep going. So I really liked uh, Daryl Vision during the fight. <laughs> like they, so he got like he ends up being very critically wounded. Like he gets yeah. stabbed, I think, or something. But uh, before that, he gets like wounded in his eyes. So There's like blood covering his eye, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. he only has one eye. And then we get like Daryl Vision, where essentially it's like you see what he sees, but only a little bit, and most of the screen is covered in blood, and it's very foggy and tough to see. Yep. He was still mm-hmm. kicking ass, though. Yeah, he doesn't need any eyes. That's what I've learned mm-hmm. about Daryl. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He's not quite beta levels of superhuman, but. <laughs> I mean, he has made it all the way since season one. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, and he's been he's been through quite a bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I like the episode. Uh, I'm not surprised. Poor Gamma. Gamma does seem like she's trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Like she wants to get away from there. But of course they don't believe her. And of course she arrives after they'd already had like a mole from the whispers that right. killed somebody like they're not going to believe her. They'd throw her in a cell and then like beta comes to essentially rescue her. And, and before that, away. Rosita just punched, punched in her in the face. Yes. Yeah. It was pretty brutal. Uh, and then of course, like beta comes to rescue her, but she doesn't want to be rescued. And she's like, essentially saving some people's lives by leaving with him. Mm-hmm. But when they come across them and they run Beta off, she's like, "I swear, I was trying to help." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's 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 tough trying to be on both sides. Yes, I it's like really rough. I know she's 
I know she's trying. Uh, mm-hmm. It's tough. Any other uh, any other thoughts on episode ten? Uh, if not, what would you give it? I gave this episode a four. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's I, I like the episode, but um, we're gonna talk about the next one uh, now. But it's after seeing the next one, then this one didn't seem as good. Yeah, as the next one. So that's why I gave it a four. It was a good episode, but the next one was a little bit better. Yeah. I, yeah. I had rated this episode higher when I watched it originally, mm-hmm. and then we had to postpone it until this week. And after having yeah. watched episode 11 after it, it's tough because it, like, influenced it. I, I, I think I was sitting yeah. at a four before, but now I've kind of bumped it to, like, three and three quarters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that's where I'm going to sit with this one. It was a good episode, uh, for sure, but it was really much more of a, a setup for the next episode. You know, and by the way, I got to say, I'm pretty impressed. Because there's a lot of episodes left in this season, actually. There's, uh, we're going to talk about episode 11 coming up next, mm-hmm. but there are 16 episodes this season. Yeah. And this felt like the beginning of like a two-parter for the end of the season. Right. It, it felt like a setup for the ending. Yeah. Yeah. This was like a, a very big episode they gave us here. So let's start talking about it. Season 10, episode 11, called Morning Star. Over the radio, the stranger, Stephanie, finally reveals her name and location to Eugene. They plan to meet in one week. Meanwhile, Alpha and the Whisperers are planning to attack Hilltop with the Horde, forcing the community to start planning for battle. Before the battle, Daryl reconciles with Carol, and that night, Negan works with the Whisperers to lead the Horde to Hilltop. The group fights back, but the Whisperers begin to burn the gates of the community using flammable tree sap. So this is literally all they wrote about it, and it does kind of encompass <laughs> the larger portion, like the larger amounts of the guess, episode, yeah. but there's so much more that happened in this so episode much. that wasn't yeah. really covered in that brief uh, that brief synopsis. So what, what mm-hmm. did you think of Morningstar? Uh, Aurora, take it away. I mean, this episode was... Um, good in in the 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 scenes where there was action, mm-hmm. but for me the best parts about this episode were the the parts where people were just talking to mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a, a very good scene with Carol and Ezekiel. Um, yes, where Carol finds out that Ezekiel is de- is dying has yes. cancer. Um, they sleep together, and then the, it, it it just felt really. It felt like it was what Carol needed, mm-hmm. like talking to him. Um, and it was a really sweet scene. Yeah. And then we had also near the end, um, Carol also asked Daryl, please don't hate me. And he says to her, I will never hate you. And I, oh, that was so sweet too. Yeah. Um, and it was a short scene, but it was just, I, I loved that so much. Um, there's a... The whole Eugene situation. Um, Rosita picks up the uh, radio when what's her name? Stephanie. What's her name? Stephanie uh, is trying to reach Eugene, and Rosita picks up the radio, and she freaked. Uh, Stephanie freaks out, mm-hmm. and you see Eugene like so. Uh, he's been trying to get laid this whole time. Oh yeah, I mean you could argue for years, but <laughs> so. The fact that Rosita just ruined this 
for him. It's just devastating. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, there's a scene with him and Rosita where she's basically, you know, teasing him about not having any game. Mm-hmm. That was also a good scene. Um, and then he, she encourages him to try and win her back. Yep. Um, and he goes back and he sings uh, to her and she sings back. That was all so nice as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I like those scenes more than the scenes where they're trying to prepare for the attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, I thought all of it came together quite well. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the action stuff, but I'll talk about that in a minute. I Like you, I really enjoyed the Ezekiel and Carol scene. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that they, to me, when I watched that, it felt like, I mean, they were very intimate with one another, but it felt like they needed that as like a closure for their relationship, mm-hmm. which feels weird like it doesn't seem like that sort of act would be closure for a relationship is like i think we we tend yeah. to look at it as like no that's like an opening to go back in to the relationship mm-hmm. but for some reason i think the place that both of them were at somehow this worked as like a a closure to the relationship and even like ezekiel sort of uh, joked about it a little bit, or he's like, "That was fun," and she's like, "Oh, that was never the problem." And he's like, "Hey, at right. least I'm going to be remembered for something." <laughs> uh, I like that. Uh, I really, yeah, I enjoyed the Daryl and the Carol scene uh, as well. Uh, although that was very brief, but mm-hmm. I thought it was, I thought it was great, and you could see that it was just like a huge weight off of her shoulders. Yeah, when Daryl said that he could never hate her, although I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, unless I miss something, I'm guessing uh, like this is a confirmation that the the people who are in the cave are dead. Um, I don't know. It's I, I mean they were never even mentioned again, and they kind of just have moved on. But maybe I mean that's they were just... going they were going to rescue them before they they knew the horde was coming. It's possible they might be captured as well. True. Um, and yeah. we, we might find out later. There are still many episodes left in the season still. So, uh, but I like that. Um, what else was there? Uh, I mean, can we talk about uh, Negan as a whisperer? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, and the the thing where... Are, I got a question. Is Negan mm-hmm. and Alpha married? Are they married? I don't know. I have no idea what's happening with Negan. They did this ceremony, sort of, or it's just those two, and she's just like, whip me on my arm. Yeah, that was very a very disturbing scene. And she's like, no, I'm going to do you. And he's like, does this mean we're like bonded together? And she, she's like, we'll see. But I love his attitude towards everything that's happening. He's, everything that's happening, he's like, um, sure? <laughs> yeah. That's his attitude. He's sort of just taking it all in stride. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Like, he... he, he there's a scene where he tries to convince her that instead of killing everybody, they should just recruit them yes. to so the whispers. Yes. And uh, she doesn't do that. This and makes me like, believe this makes me believe that Negan is still not with them. He's pretending to be know. with them. I don't know, because I that's what I thought, but then she doesn't do that and he's like, So I thought you were gonna recruit them. And she's like, Nope. And then he's like, okay. Well, I mean, she's like, he he says something along the lines of, I thought we were going to, like, make them join us. And she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, as part of the horde. 
mm-hmm. he's like, oh, shit. He says, right. you're a badass. Right. Uh, but uh, I'm pretty sure his plan. I mean, Negan plays everything pretty cool and pretty close to the vest. Right. So it sounds like he had a plan to try to save these people. But when it found when he found out, like, she's not really going to do that. He can't just be like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. You you have to save them. Uh, you Like, he can't blow his cover. Maybe mm-hmm. he's not. Maybe he really is just like, you know, I see which way the I wind mean, is blowing. He, he's an opportunist. He so, is. Yeah. So we'll find out if, if his leaf has actually been, been turned over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed the stuff with Eugene and Stephanie and, and Rosita. I like the mm-hmm. scene with Rosita that you mentioned where she's sort of making fun of him for having no game, but she also kind of makes him realize he has feelings for this woman. Right. Right. Because he's feeling kind of down on the whole situation. Maybe she's never going to talk to him again. And Rosita just says, do you want to kiss me? And Eugene's Mm -hmm. like, what, what? (laughs) Sure. sure." She's like, do it before I change my mind. And he's about to do it. By the way, she doesn't move. She does not Mm -hmm. flinch. It's almost like she's some sort of Jedi master who she like she knows what's going to happen before. I mean, she's kind of a ninja. So yeah, before Eugene knows what's going to happen, she knows what's going to happen. Right before Eugene kisses her, she sort of he sort of just pauses, and then he just has this epiphany, and he's like, "I think it's really weird that I really want to kiss somebody that I've never met before." He never mm-hmm. kisses Rosita, and it's like then that he realizes that he has feelings for this person that he's never even met face to face. And then of course, um, that wonderful scene where he sings to her and she sings back and they agree to meet. He's in Virginia. She's in West Virginia. Uh, there's a John Denver song somewhere about to, to, to break out, but, uh, it's going to be an episode of catfish. I can already tell. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, when have, someone in this show talk to a, a stranger on the radio and turn out to be good. Never. It's, it's pretty right. We've watched a lot of fear, the walking dead. Yeah. And there's a, there's a whole lot of people just bullshitting each other over CB radio yeah. on that yeah. show. So, uh, here's the thing. I didn't know that tree sap was flammable. Aurora. <laughs> I didn't, yeah. I had no idea. I guess it is. I guess. Uh, they thought it was gasoline, but we saw Beta earlier chopping into a tree and draining mm-hmm. uh, tree sap into something. I don't know what these actually were that they were draining them into, but knowing the yeah. whispers, it was probably something gross, like bladders they cut out of people or something. I, I guess. They were hideous looking, whatever they were yeah, putting yeah. this sap into. But uh, yeah, they... Uh, I liked all of the battle stuff. I loved, I mean, the whole episode title morning star is because at the end of this episode, Daryl grabs a morning star mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I don't know why he had this instead of his crossbow. Like he has his crossbow, I presume, but I guess, yeah, who gives a shit? He, he yeah. grabbed a morning star mm-hmm. and he's out there twirling it around and like just killing zombies left and right. And that was pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Yep. Uh, now, of course, at the end of the episode, uh, everything collapses on them and they have to start retreating, especially after the fire arrows and everything start flying. And then, of course, uh, the uh, the whispers have anti-stormtrooper aim and are somehow able to shoot <laughs> fire arrows over the tree line. And they land yeah. exactly in front of everybody 
at the gates of uh, the hilltop and set them ablaze so they're mm-hmm. trapped. Uh, incredible aim from these whispers. Incredible aim, yeah. And uh, th- our heroes are trapped at the end mm-hmm. of the episode. A big cliffhanger in... We're not even that close to the end of the season. This is, this is where we need Maggie to come in. And we get a cliff. She just comes riding in. Yes. On a tiger. I don't. She'll get a yeah. tiger from somewhere else. Wherever I'm she was still, at. I'm still holding on to that wish. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I really like the episode. Uh, yeah. Aurora, final thoughts, and what would you give it? I love that uh, Daryl, before going into like the battle, mm-hmm. uh, he goes and talks to Judith. And he's like, well, you have to go. And she's like, no, I want to stay and fight. And I was like, yes. Oh, man. And, and the best thing about Daryl is he's like not condescending to her at all. No, he knows she's a badass. Yeah. I actually think that they will be better if she stayed. Mm-hmm. Because she can she can actually fight and defend herself. Yeah. Um, But but yeah, he, he tells her to. That moment, the other children. they even opened up to each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. He admits to her that he's kind of scared and she's like, oh, I'm not scared. But yeah. if I was scared, it would be for RJ because he's so little, which mm-hmm. is her way of saying that, you know, she's scared too. Right. Uh, I thought right. that was, I thought that was awesome. I liked, uh, oh, Daryl and Ezekiel. I like their mm-hmm. little uh, moment too, because they kind of always have Carol in between them. Yeah. Kind of pushing them apart, essentially. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they agree, like, if one of us, like, if one of us falls, the other one should get the kids and get them out of here. Uh, right. I really like that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, they're always so good with kids. It's so weird, right? You wouldn't think so. Yeah. Judith made him a new thing on his jacket. Yes. Yeah, she painted the the wing that was missing. Mm-hmm. That was adorable too. Where the wing was, and he was like, yeah. "Oh, this is awesome." Yeah, but th- that's why I I, lo- I mean, obviously, we all know my obsession with Norman Reedus. Yes, but the reason why I, I love the character of Daryl so much is because he's so rough looking, mm-hmm. but he's like the sweetest character in this show. Yes, he's always good with kids. Anybody that is, needs help, he's always willing to help them, even if it's like tough. He's always like very sensitive. Uh, On the inside, he is the softest of softies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I I gave this episode a four point five. Yeah, me too. I gave this a four and a yeah. half. Uh, a great episode. The season continues to be very strong, and I'm excited to see what we get next. Mm-hmm. And we'll be here to talk about it. None of us are going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> we're so all stuck in our we're, homes. We're all stuck. So what? What? Better way to fill the time than to watch a post-apocalyptic zombie television show Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. come together and talk about it uh, for everybody else to listen to. Uh, That's the episode for this week. Head on over to cinemageekly.com to check out the archives of the show. And, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. Just search for Hear the Walking Dead. Hit subscribe, and that way you can hear us next time. Talk about more Walking Dead Season 10, Episode 12. It's called Walk With Us.